0: yo what's going on everybody sorry i'm running so late it is is 1:09 p.m here in chicago illinois on tuesday august 31st 2021 Ooh, my apologies for being so late and i'm gonna put you on the iphone today because i didn't have time to set everything up because i didn't want to keep you guys waiting any longer um I, got, I had an eye appointment today i really thought it would be done a little bit sooner than it is but fortunately, it's a little bit longer i have We'll talk about more about it, but it, just, it ended up taking longer because uh, I saw a, a different optometrist today, but um, that's all taken care of now. And now I'm here and I want to say hi to everyone listening in on the podcast. I hope, I mean, this shouldn't affect you guys at all. So hopefully you guys are still having a good run or having a good commute today. And for those of you who are watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully it's time for a nice recovery beverage wherever you are. I'm, actually, I'm just having a LaCroix. don't get too excited. I'm um, having a LaCroix uh, for today. No afternoon coffee, just LaCroix. And hopefully you guys are doing well too. All right, let's see who we got here in the um, in the chat. I know there's been a lot of you here, so I'm going to try to keep up with you uh, guys uh, in terms of what's more new. And we've got Mandy Pariat LeBlanc saying hello from South Louisiana. Hope everyone is doing well and enjoying amazing runs. Awesome. Mandy, I don't know if you're anywhere near where her, the hurricane just hit. If you're from South Louisiana, hopefully you guys are doing okay. Um, clearly you have internet connection, but hopefully where you are there, you guys have power and and are doing well. And Renard Dre said, co-made it. I did. I did. I'm very, very late today. Sorry about that guys. And you know what? I think that because I am with the phone, it's going to make it harder for me to do the game for today. Um, and I won't tell you what the game is because then I feel like maybe you guys might accidentally do some research on it for tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Um, but you know, I'm going to call the game tomorrow, which is it Wednesday for tomorrow's trivia. So that's what that's what we'll do. cb 76 says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, CB? Good to see you. And let's see what we got. We got, uh, Vincent Veneras is here. Good to see you. Greg says, yo, let's go. I'm here now. Sorry about the wait. It's time to get going. All right. Aaron Rodgers, the football quarterback wants to know, will you be reviewing the Rincon three? I, I think I will be. I'm, I'm waiting on a package from, uh, Hoka. They, keep saying that they've sent it to me. Now, my mother-in-law did say that a package from Ahoka arrived recently. And so that package is either, they were supposed to send me the Rincon 3 and the Bandai X at the same time. So it's either that, or it might be, I've been seeing everyone else got that kind of like UTMB package. I'm not sure what it is, but it's at, they sent it to the wrong address, or maybe I give them wrong. I probably gave them the wrong address. So they sent it to me over there. So I'm not sure when we'll be going back to Grandma's house. So, that, but whatever is over at Grandma's house, I'll review. Hopefully, it's a Rincon Three and the Bandai X. So, hopefully, I'll be reviewing it soon. Because I mean, it sounds like from to me from what I've heard from Hoka is that like they made the Rincon a little less speed oriented and a little bit more durable. So a little bit more Cliftony. So like a Clifton, a speedier Clifton, almost like a Clifton Turbo, if you want to think of it that way. Um I guess that's kind of what the edge is, but it's supposed to be a little bit more durable. And I think that means it's also going to be a little bit more kind of like daily trainer oriented. So I'm pretty excited for that. I think that'll be a really nice fit because I feel like where I would use the Rincon, I would probably also just use the Rocket X. So I feel like that's that it started to make a little bit more sense to me. And Mandy does give an update on the hurricane says it just missed her with the last-minute turn. Well, that, thank goodness for that Ray Solar's happy jogger, says hi co gang got my entry base version Tuesday and a six-mile test tomorrow, right? You've been getting a lot of shoes. So I um, I'm almost happy to see that but it does seem like you've been getting a lot so good on you And mark mark is here. He's checking in from Pacific time. <laughs> it's a weird very cool. Very cool. You're watching from all over the place. Nice. All right. Um, Scotty B says, Hey, all who got locked in their track today? Oh, that's an interesting story. I have a picture, um, of the, tr- of the track that I go to down in, uh, in Iowa, uh, of the sign that says like, it's open to the public in case cause and, but they have like fences all around the track. And so my bigger concern is that one day it's all going to be locked and i am going to be like, Hey, how come I can't get in there? No one else is using it. I should be able to use it. And people would be like, it's not open to the public. And so I have like on my phone, like an old picture of like the sign that still exists there, but it's like two layers of fence deep that says it is open to the public. So that's more my concern. I've never, did you just hop the fence to get out? How did you, how did you get out? Oh man. That's crazy. Uh, size so says, is LaCroix good for you? Um, I don't know if it's good for me, but it's tasty. It's delicious, I think. Um, This is guava flavored. My wife bought this flavor. Not my favorite, but my favorite is like the pamplemousse grapefruit, that one. That's really good. And I like the tangerine. Those are the ones I like. All the other ones taste like, okay. Um, This one's actually, you know, better than some. I'd say it's in the middle. But i like it i like the bubble water when i was at asics um in their like corporate hq in boston their kitchen has uh, a bubble water dispenser and i was like oh man if i had this in my office i would drink so much bubble water i just love bubble water do you ever guys ever go to life kitchen I think they spell it funny is it like a l-y-f-e kitchen it's a place that does like very like uh you know very straightforward food not a lot of ingredients in it keeping the food relatively clean. Um, and there they have like a bubble water dispenser too. And I'm like, man, this food is way overpriced, but I'm making up for it on the bubble water. Cause I, like bubble water. I don't know why I like bubble water so much. Uh, my daughter was trying to ask me why I like it so much the other day. And she's like, what does it taste like? I mean, I've let her had it before, but she's like, what does it taste like to you? Why do you like it so much? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like water, but bubbly and salty. I think the bubbles like in my mind, in my mouth, in my palate, make it feel like it's salty. So I don't know. I just I just like it. Aaron Rodgers says, love me some bubbles. Bubbly is great. It is bubbly. Alright. Tyler Snoke wants to know, what's your favorite shoe at the moment? Um right now, what's my favorite shoe? I mean probably the Noble Blast 2 is my favorite shoe. Um just so I get so much use out of it. The shoe that I'm probably most excited about though is probably the uh, Vomero 16, because I just got it. I haven't put a lot of miles in it, but I'm very optimistic for how it's gonna do. I think I'm really gonna end up loving that one. So like that one is kind of like the newcomer that's exciting, but one that's been treating me just really good all summer long um, has been the Nova Blast 2, so. Mm. Andrew Potts said, it's all about the Quest cookie, not the bar. Though your wife was right, cookie dough is the best on that front. Uh, you know what? I've never had the Quest cookies. Maybe I'll have to try that. Hmm. Interesting. And JC said, we had a runner get locked in a restroom at the track a few weeks ago. The fire department had to come and break them. <laughs> oh, man. Now that's, I mean, I mean, I guess that's not that embarrassing, but man, that, that stinks. I mean, no pun intended, but yeah, that stinks. That's really funny. Oh, Jason Dahl says he is drinking a bubbly right now. The arch nemesis of LaCroix. You know what um, I think is the most interesting one is, um, I mean, there's so many that are in this category now after LaCroix um kind of established itself there but the one that i like find the like the strangest to enjoy is the waterloo the the one that you find at whole foods mainly because like when i see waterloo i think of the the town in iowa and i'm like oh they make one it's like it's just it'd be weird it'd be like if there were a drink called like chicago brand drinks right like it'd just be like that's strange i don't understand that so yeah so there are a lot of other um, competitors. But like some of the bigger brands that have like tried to get into it, like Nestle makes one, I don't think that that one's very good. It tastes very much like um, when you do the uh, what's that? The machine where you hit the thing and it it injects the bubbles the CO2 directly into your water. SodaStream? It tastes like SodaStream and I just feel like it doesn't taste very good. Dr. Josh is in here. He says, What up, fam? What's going on, Dr. Josh? Good to have you. All right. But now I can't stop thinking about the Quest cookies, though. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. CB76 is a drink called the New Vienna. You know, there is a drink called the New Vienna uh, at the brewery that I rode bikes with my brother in law and his wife uh, down to the other day. I guess it was like a month ago now at this point. Um, that they have um, a beer called the new Vienna. It's not quite the same, but like it's not like a brand of drinks called new Vienna, but I think that's the closest. Tyler wants to know, is the Adizero Adios Pro 2 a good racing shoe? Just order the new color. I I think it's a great racing shoe. I think it's ideally situated for the half marathon. Um, I think that I would like to race a marathon in it. I, maybe I'll run. I'm thinking maybe CIM. I'll run in the Adidas Pro 2. Is what I'm kind of thinking so far. I'm thinking for Chicago, tentatively. I'm thinking the MetaSpeed Sky, or maybe I might reverse those. Maybe I'll run in the Adidas Pro 2 for Chicago and then MetaSpeed Sky for CIM. But those are my next two marathons. So those are the things that I'm 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 thinking about. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great shoe for half marathon and marathon and even faster as well. It does feel a little bit uh, wobbly at very fast turns. So, like if it's a, of course, with a lot of switchbacks, you know, that'd be something that I would kind of be careful for. It might slow you down a little bit. But um, in terms of, I mean, it's not as crazy as the Primex by any means. All right, Ray talking about all his recent shoe purchases. He, got, uh, he has 12 models of shoes and he has 14 pairs of them. He <laughs> will trade shoes for food. That's that's a lot of shoes. That's that's like that's probably pretty. That's pretty close to what I have in the in right now. I think I've got about four. No, I might have a little bit more than that, just because I've got a lot. I gotta get. i got a backlog of shoes that I gotta get through. But, um, I went for a run today, um, just a little kind of like you know recovery run. Just do some systems check, seeing how everything's feeling um, after the triathlon. And uh, not, not a very long run at all. Very, very slow, very easy. Had a good time out there and enjoying it. So um, time to, um, I mean, this week will be about recovery Um, and then maybe Saturday for my long run, I'll do a workout. Um, So yeah, going to start getting ready. There's not a lot of time left uh, before Chicago, but you know, my goals for Chicago are to just really have a good time, support my running buddy, Uh, be able to pace him at whatever he's going to be wanting to run for the day. Um, I don't think it's going to be a PR kind of day for him. So uh, just based on what he's been able to do training wise, and he's been dealing with some, um, just some nagging injuries, uh, nothing that's been sidelining him, but stuff that's really been keeping him from putting in a lot of hard work. So, you know, I think it's just going to be a nice fun run. So we'll, we'll see. Kyle says, have you talked to Michael about the V2? I have, I still I still owe him an email. Um, yeah, I mean, now like I've been putting off a lot of stuff as I've been getting ready for the triathlon. So I definitely need to to reach out to him. Um, yeah, and talk to him about getting a pair of the V2. Um, Frank says, do you have the training bot planned out for CIM, including Chicago? Um, you know, not really. I mean, I think it's like 11 weeks, maybe 10 weeks, something like that between Chicago and CIM. And so like the Chicago Marathon will basically be like the buildup will be more of like a base building phase. Um, And so like I will be able to put in a lot of good work for CIM. And that's kind of like my main goal. And then for for me ramping up for Chicago, it's going to be more about like making sure that I'm recovered properly from the triathlon and um, building up enough long run miles uh, to be ready to run Chicago at anywhere between like, I don't know, I don't know if we'll be at 345 pace. Uh, I don't think we'll be at 315 pace. We'll probably be somewhere in between there. So just make, being sure that I'll be able to to kind of run that um, is I think just gonna take, you know, just a, a increasing the long runs a little bit with maybe a little bit of speed play in it, but not not a ton. So um i'll probably also just reevaluate after chicago thinking that i'll need a down week and then can start ramping up again um for uh cim and i think for that it's going to be a lot of um like i think it'll probably be 3 workouts a week you know like a short shorter fartlek um with shorter ons and shorter rests and then a longer, like I think basically just a lot of threshold work. That seems to be what my body responds to. And then a lot of threshold work at, um, for some longer, uh, like kind of like mile repeat kind of things. I've been looking at, uh, but and then the third day uh, on, this, on the long run will be a long run with some marathon miles and some half marathon miles. That That's how I kind of like to split up my long runs. Um, I was watching a video, I think last night that Ben Rosario put up or NAZ put out elite put out, um, where they were talking about how they do 15 times one kilometer repeats at, um, slightly below threshold pace, or for them slightly below threshold pace is like just about half marathon pace. And so like, um, I've was thinking a lot about that workout cause it's kind of like in between the workouts that I like whereas i like either fartlek which would be like a two minute or maybe a three minute on one minute off or um mile repeats which is for me like six minutes on one minute off at threshold so then for me to do a kilometer repeat is more like at at a little bit below threshold would be more like 4 15 on and one and one minute off so like that could be an interesting workout, a nice way to just mix it up a little bit, do something kind of in between those two. So I won't be playing around too much with workouts because I kind of know what my body likes. Um, If the buildup were a little bit different where I didn't have like a marathon to run at the start of the block, you know, I might focus on some more speed work in the beginning, maybe get some like 5K type of work in first. But I think given like the way the calendar is like playing out, I think I'm just gonna go right to higher mileage and lots of uh, speed plays. So that's kind of loosely how I'm thinking about it now, but there's a lot of time between now and well, not that much time between now and Chicago, but there's a lot of time between now and CIM. So those are just kind of like my, my preliminary thoughts. All right. Um, Saccharomyces Cerevisia says, I hope I said that right. Hi, I just recent pair of PEG38. We do a full review on this shoe. Is it a good everyday shoe in your opinion? I think it's a pretty good shoe for a daily trainer. Yeah, I think that uh, it is a good everyday shoe. Um, For most people, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're going to be doing in it every day. Um, But I think for a vast majority of runners, it's a really good everyday trainer. For me, as someone that likes to run a little bit higher mileage, um, not that I run a ton of mileage, but I think relative to my speed, my mileage is high. Um, And so, uh, I, I like more miles. And so the more I run and the older I get, the more I like stuff that's a little bit softer. Um, and so the Pegasus is starting to get a little bit firm. I think that like the, the setup they have now is really good, React and the Zoom Air Pocket, but I think it could be better. That's kind of why I'm really excited about the Vomero 16 because I'm really liking, the two things that I like that are not the Pegasus is the PEG Trail, which is just React foam, and also the Vomero 16. So these are the two sides of it, which is um, Zoom Air with Zoom X inside a much bigger carrier of SRO2, which I think is Christian. Um And so like, so like the React with Zoom Air is good, but I think there's other ways to like tweak it to make it a little bit better. And so like the PEG 38, it's a good one. I I think I've got like, uh, I, I'm on my second pair of them because the first pair was that custom pair. I think on the second pair, I've got uh, maybe like 20 miles in on them. So over the course between now and like December, yeah, I think I'll easily get to hundred miles in them to do the full review, but um, it's gonna take a little bit, I think. Kyle Patton says, I've been doing a Jack Daniel plan and starting to wonder if uh, the shorter distance speed work actually helps for half marathon training. I think absolutely it does, especially for half marathon training. Um, I think it's very useful to make you strong. And so the way that I think about shorter speed work, and it's an opinion that's evolved over time too. Um, it comes for me from the realization that like, I have like, I probably don't have the perfect cadence, but I have a pretty like decent cadence. But like people, other runners with the same cadence as me, and that might be the same height and same weight as me, um, are running much faster. So they're hitting the ground the same number of times. Our limbs are the same size, but they're going faster. And the reason they're going faster is because they're more powerful. And I think that like that's where the speed work comes in. It it helps you become a more powerful runner. Um, and so like things that I'm, thinking that I will start doing during the Chicago buildup because it's more of like a pre buildup to CIM for me is I'll be doing, uh, getting back to getting into the plyometrics again, which I put to the side once I started doing the triathlon training. So I'm going to get back into that again and work on, on that. Since I really won't be doing too much kind of like like 400s and 200s or anything like, I don't know that a marathoner needs to do 200s strides is probably fine. Um, but 200s maybe not 400s also maybe, but for a half marathon, I think 400s can be useful. So, and I think that in the Jack Daniels plans for a half marathon, he has 400s in there. Dr. Josh says, last year I was around 167 to 174. I'm thinking, this is probably on the cadence talk. And now he's at 178 to 184 for most runs. That's a lot, that's pretty fat. That's a lot of steps. Like, so even on like your easier uh, runs, Like I could see 167 to 174 for easy runs. And I think I'm in the like the mid 170s if I look at mine, Um, just anecdotally. I guess I should actually do the math um, and look at it closely. But it's not, cadence is something that like I've been wanting to ignore for a long time, but it just keeps coming up. So that's something that I've been thinking about a lot is, um, am I overstriding? Should I be taking shorter strides? And uh, how much power am I getting? or how much like spring am I getting from each of my strides? It's something that's I've been thinking about a lot more. And I think that it's some, something that's kind of worth uh, investigating for me. All right. Uh, and Saccharomyces follows up says, thanks for answering the previous question. Much appreciated. Any thoughts on the Audio 6 Tokyo? Just order it, do you own it? Have you worn it? Um, I have not gotten the Audio 6 yet, but it is definitely a shoe that I'll be looking at soon um, I haven't ordered a pair yet, but um, I'll probably order a pair here relatively soon because I think it could be um, one of the sleeper shoes of the year. I mean, I know Ed Bud loves it, so it's not like no one's talking about it, but I know, he, I know he's been enjoying it, um, and I have a feeling that I'm going to really enjoy it. I ran again in the Boston 10s um, recently, and I, I feel like the Boston 10... I like, I do like it as much as other people don't. But I think that it really just feels like a shoe with like a double stack of uh, Lightstrike in it, which it kind of, that's kind of exactly what it is. There's some Lightstrike Pro and there's the energy rods, but it just feels like a shoe with like a double thick Lightstrike layer. And that's neither bad nor good. But it, I mean, necessarily in and of itself, but it, it, it works for me. I like. Uh, and Finn wants to know, Mike, have you tried any weights for power? I've been loving the gym lately and seen some improvement in the running. You know, it's an, it's, that's an area like I just don't want to go there. Um, just because like even just going in the pool, I haven't loved you know going into the gym, but um, I do love the pool though. But, uh, you know, I just, I've never loved the gym. There was a brief time when I was not really running and I wasn't really lifting for track anymore, where I just, I did enjoy the gym for a little while, but uh, I don't love it now. I'd rather be doing something else when it comes to being in the gym, but, you know, uh, it, might, it might be time. It might be time to start thinking about it. Ray Sellers asks, Hal Higdon recommends no speed work on your first beginner efforts opinion. I think that that makes sense. Um, and now I think that like, if you look at like a runner's world, like, um, training plan, it usually has a lot of uh, speed work in the beginning workouts. And I think that the way that it makes sense to me from like the beginner's perspective is that it teaches you a lot of things to have some speed work in, in your marathon training program for your first one. And one of the things it does is, let's say you do like a 5K time trial. I think it's very useful for then setting up subsequent workouts. So that's good. But it also kind of like teaches you like what happens when you go out too fast. It also teaches you that what you think is unsustainable is actually sustainable. So I think th- those two kind of like lessons uh, mentally are important. But I also think that physiologically, you know, it, that causes some stimulus too. So I mean it depends on like the the plan that you're taking. I think that Hal Higdon plans are great for first-time marathoners as well, but I also feel like a lot of people when they do their first marathon, they want to, you know, feel like they're doing their first marathon training. So if it's just all easy runs, I feel like from a competence perspective, it may be underwhelming a little bit and it may be um kind of discouraging and maybe even a little bit boring to do it that way. So like that's why I like you know, I'm not sure that for a first time marathoner, I would be like, all right, we're going to do yeso 800s this, on Thursday. But I think that something like, you know, on our Wednesday medium run and our Saturday long runs, we're going to put a little bit of speed in there. So the Wednesday might be like a fartlek like day, two minutes on, one minute off uh, with like maybe 20 minutes, like 10 minutes on each end for warm up and cool down. Uh, and then on Saturday, I might want to have like, all right, we're going to put some marathon miles in there and then some half marathon miles all while without stopping, you know, and so like you just get used to some pace changes um, and some accelerations and decelerations. And I think that that I think would be probably as much as I would recommend. I I really wouldn't want people to be guiding it out on the track for their first one because, yeah, I think that. You know, you're, for that first marathon, you're really working on building the durability and I'd rather have, make sure people could be out there running more days per week than running fast on certain days per week. That's kind of my, my take on it. But you know, I'm, a, I'm not a coach and I don't have the experience of Hal Higdon for sure. And I'm not gonna necessarily disagree with him. Uh, all right. All right, Andrew Pasta has a PB alert. I don't, I don't have my bells today because I didn't have my regular setup. He hit a 520 mile at 41 years old. Nice. He was running endorphin speed. Do you remember your mile PB shoe? Oh, my mile PB shoe. That's a great job, Andrew. Five twenty. I, I I don't. I think I can. I don't know if I could hit that. That's a, that's a speedy mile. Um. I think I was just listening to um, Rambling Runner today, uh, on my run, and he was talking to someone that was in the influencer mile, uh, with Chris Chavez and, Malcolm um, Gladwell. I think, isn't that 520 about what when he ran, what Chris Chavez ran? Anyway, um, but I'm trying to think. Um, my like I, I don't know the last time I ran an actual mile. Like the closest I could say that I've done is, uh, like I did a Nike pop-up race. And I'm not sure that mile was a mile. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a mile. It was a weird, I mean, none of those all the distances are approximate at those kinds of things. Um, and so my only like official mile might be like from high school. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not sure if I would have wore spikes that day. I probably would have wore like regular running shoes. And so likely it would have been something Asics. I don't know, I think, cause I think I ran in Asics all through high school. I'm not sure, I can't, I can't remember. I might have been wearing Nike running shoes. I don't know. I don't think I was. I don't know. I don't remember my mile PB shoe. All right, here we go. Louis says his mile PB uh, was in the Boston Nine. Hmm, that's a good shoe. And Tyler Snowick says I'm new to running and wanted to ask if a three twenty pace is fast for five weeks of training before I cycled a lot. Um, 320 per kilometer, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, I mean 320 kilometers is a fast kilometer. So I mean depending on what uh, overall distance you're training for, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty quick kilometer. I mean for the I mean I don't really know the conversions off the top of my head. Four minutes per kilometer is about 626 per mile. And, um, right now that is a little bit off faster than my 10 K pace. So like, um, not that I'm a comparison or a benchmark for fast by any means, but just to put it in perspective, you know, a lot of people try to break the 20 minute, five K and that's what four minutes per mile per kilometer is. So, I mean, if you're running three twenties, it's pretty speedy. Good job, Tyler. Matt says, going on that. He says, my mile PR was in the Nike Eldorette spikes. And he misses those things. Ooh, nice. nice. And, uh, Scotty says, I don't remember my mile PB. I do remember the last mile. <laughs> Awesome. Andrew positive says, I smell a one mile time trying in the near future. Let's go. Hey, you know what I want to do is I got to find out what the date is. Um, like that fifth Avenue mile, you know, they do have a, they do tend to have a media heat for the fifth Avenue mile. I don't think I would qualify because usually it's like journalists like regular journalists and not uh influencer media types um but i think that it'd be funny i would love it if they could put together like a youtube heat um for the fifth avenue mile because that that is an event that i would really like to run so i think it's usually in the build-up to the new york marathon so i'm not sure exactly what the date is on it it's probably not going to work for me it's it's always at a date that i'm like i can't go to new york that weekend so that's a bummer but that is a, an event that I would like to do. Leonard, Leonard Lim 10 says, do you watch football slash soccer? I don't, I don't really watch any any like sports other than like marathons really. And um, I follow some sports like on, on Twitter, like, like a lot of track and field and ultra running and stuff like that. Some of them I'll actually sit down to watch, but um, I just don't spend a lot of time watching Soccer. I don't watch spend time watching American football or baseball that much um, anymore. So it just hasn't been a thing. I used to love basketball uh, when I was younger, like in high school. I was just um, I had like that. Remember those like eat, sleep, and then sport shirts? It was either like there was an eat, sleep basketball, or eat, sleep baseball, and there would like be a picture of like a, the sport ball there, and someone would be like eat, sleep, swim. You know, like those. I had like the basketball one. Um, I was in high school at the time and one, like really took off and became popular. And so like, I feel like there was like a real, like it was a real, I think, I mean, I guess everyone thinks that they were, you know, uh, a fan at the golden age of their sport, but I really feel like I was, I mean, granted we didn't have access to the athletes. Like kids do now, like with Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I was super into basketball in high school. And then I just kind of stopped watching after a while. <laughs> Thomas Miller says, I have the eat, sleep, and sleep again shirt. <laughs> is that is there really one that does that? <laughs> oh, man. Those shirts also became popular around the same time as like the co-ed naked something shirts. Remember there was like, what, and you did whatever your sport was. Um, and it was like co-ed naked, you know, volleyball, co-ed naked surfing, co-ed naked whatever remember those t-shirts oh man all right john says september 12th for the fifth avenue mile that's coming up that's really soon uh yeah i don't think i can go to new york for that that's in like two weekends right yeah i'm not sure i don't think i could do that i don't even know if registrations are still open Yeah, 10-mile saying, Fifth edition mile is on September 12th. Is anyone else? Is anyone doing it? Hmm, I think that'd be a fun one to do. Uh, Spicy Prussel says, "Hey guys, just got the time to join. So proud that one of the greatest mile runners in the world is from my country, Hisham El garouj from Morocco. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Welcome, Spicy. Good to see you. See, to see this. Kofuzi is a journalist. I I don't know about that, but I think I could say I'm in the media, but yeah, I don't know if I'm a journalist. Um, Although today at the optometrist, she was like, "And what do you do for a living? Because I think she was, you know, they they get into like screen time and like, do you ever get headaches? That kind of thing. But like, she said, what do you do for a living? And I was just like, "Um, I stay home with the kids now. So that's that's what I reported as my occupation at the um, optometrist. (laughs) So, but the reason... Speaking about the optometrists, the reason why it took longer is because um, I have, uh, this is something that I've, like, I've seen specialists for before, but I was just going for a regular eye exam because I need new glasses. My other glasses got super scratched and they're like over two years old. Um, so I got an eye exam, I'm gonna get some new glasses. They're gonna be fun. So I don't have to go to like an office anymore. I got funky glasses. Um, so that'll be interesting. But uh, I was seeing a new eye doctor and because the eye doctor that i used to see she moved out to the suburbs or something like that i don't know if she got married or what but she moved and so i haven't seen her in a while and um the other optometrist that i saw last most recently is downtown and i don't really want to go downtown so i saw one in my neighborhood and um i told her that i have like um this i've been tracked for early onset glaucoma but it turned out like i just have weird looking eyes in the back somewhere in there um, and, uh, after a, a couple of years of seeing a specialist there, like, you don't need to come back, but you know, make sure that your regular optometrist keeps an eye on it. And so, you know, I told her about that and then she did something where she looked in the back of my eyes and she's like, oh yeah, it's really unusual. I could see why that they wouldn't want to track it. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so it's not every day where like, you know, a do- when you go to like a doctor and they're like, oh boy, you know, <laughs> you get that reaction, but that's the reaction that I got. And she gave me a color blindness test. And so I was like, she had me do like one at a, at a time. And, um, and like, there's like this book, it looked like she was handing me a Bible at first. I'm like, what is this? But she opens it up and she's like, what numbers do you see? And it was all the dots with the colors. And I could see like the first page and then she kept flipping them to other pages. And sometimes I could see a number and sometimes I couldn't. And like a lot, of, so like the for my right eye, i probably she probably showed me like six or seven different images and i like called out maybe like three numbers and she goes all right good job you got one of them right <laughs> so so that was pretty funny and um and then on the same i was like otherwise just gonna be as, be just as bad and she's like yep you're really colorblind she's like i mean color deficient not colorblind i'm like i don't know i'm old you can say colorblind that's what i was always told I was colorblind so yeah that was my eye appointment today all right, Let's see. Mile says, I'm pretty sure New York Road owners will let you into the media heat for the 5th Avenue Mile. Well, here's the thing. So like I've watched the media heat for the 5th Avenue Mile. And like I said, it's um, like actual like journalists, like people that write for Sports Illustrated and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of them, at least the ones that run the 5th Avenue Mile, um, tend to be former like division one athletes. And so like the times on that are ridiculously fast. So that's why I'm like we need a YouTuber media mile. So like I could get like all right, we're calling up Jamie, we're calling up Thomas, we're gonna get in there, uh we'll get Robbie in there. Who else can we get? Maybe we could get Ginger Runner to come to New York. Like I feel like that'd be fun. Then it'd be like, now I'm picking on people my own size, you know, that's kind that's what I that would be my dream. Um dream race to be able to line up against those guys. I mean, wouldn't that be fun? I feel like that would be amazing. Thomas Joseph has challenged Gladwell. I will lose. Didn't you see how we dropped the hammer on Chavez? I don't think I could beat Chavez. Um, I mean, I think we'd probably be pretty close, but I think that he would end up, I think the youth would end up beating me on that one. Um, and I think Gladwell like just destroyed him. So like he would definitely destroy me too. But that would be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. That's it. I don't know if I'd want to race SJD. No, he would have to run with the elites. That guy wins marathons. So, like, if you win races, especially if you have, of course, he's got the age group record. He beat his own age group record for the ascent at Pike's Peak. So, like, if you've got that, you don't get to run in the media heat anymore. You have to run with the pros. Again, like Stevie 76 says, pick on someone on your own side, you know? And Martha says that's a great idea. Who's he? We'll a YouTuber, Fifth Avenue Mile. I feel like, and it's like it's in it's in Emily's backyard. So like, we got to get that, you know. Doctor Josh wants to know. Wonder what SJD can run for uh, a mile. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do you think you can run under four thirty? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Doctor. What could Doctor Josh run? See, Doctor Josh, I don't think you'd be allowed. You're too fast. You wouldn't be allowed in it either. Andrew Pauza says Malcolm Gladwell would win. I I think so. All right, Um, Ilya Kim says he's on my way to runs for sun and then you'll run to say goodbye to the summer. Run is only 5K and in the end we see the sunrise. Oh, that sounds like fun. But it's sad to say that the summer is going. Mm -hmm. That's a depressing thought. Although it's been like nice and cool the last couple of days. And my daughter's been like, dad, it's really nice out lately. and I'm like, don't worry it will get uncomfortably hot again. Chicago always does that. You get like a burst of the next season for like a couple of weeks and you think the seasons have changed and then it reverts back and it gets uncomfortable again. So I was like, don't worry, it'll be hot again here soon. Matt says, I, I would guess SJD could go 435 to 440 in the mile. Mm. Yeah, Stevie 76 wants Dr. Josh versus SJD. That, that would be good. I would watch that. Put that. Put that on YouTube. Andrew says, "Seth's birthday mile was a four fifty three this year. I think. I'm not sure, but he said it was four thirty something the year before. Yeah, I mean, but he's been training for such different things than the mile, so like, uh, I could understand him, him being uh, off his uh, PR time. But yeah, so four thirty was a good guess, I think." And Martha says, it's hard to know if Seth would excel in the mile as much as he does in the high elevation ascents. His descents aren't as stunning as, as ascent, for example. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he's got good flatland speed. So like, that's why I feel like, you know, if he's putting out the paces as he that he needs to for his marathons He's got he's gotta be able to, if he if he actually were like wanted to race race and not just train like not just show up and race, you know. I think I think that I mean, I'm not saying like he would have to dedicate like three months for it, but I think that with not a lot of tweaking, he could get into the four thirties or under. I I would think, of, but I'm not sure. And Frank says, Remember when we were waiting for Sage versus SJD in some trail race? I would still would love to be able to see that. I mean, maybe in a Pike's peak at some point. But I feel like this year it seemed like all a lot of there was a lot of attention for the ascent and then Seth ran the to defend his title in the the full marathon the up and the down and so like I just don't know if like people aren't interested in running the down as well or what but I feel like Seth has got to go for the three peat even if like there's more like more bigger names to compete against in the in the ascent though. I know. And but Frank says like Seth would have bit Joe Great Joe Gray this year. I mean, I mean, based on the times, yes. But like um I think that if they were lined up toe to toe, I could be wrong, but I think the last time Seth and Joe Gray raced, I think Joe Gray beat him out at the last minute. That's the one where he came down and he fell and he was like covered in mud. Do you remember that race? I forget what what race that was. So, like, you know, by times, but, you know, I don't, I don't remember what the end. I think Joe Gray was alone at the end of the Pike's Peak Ascent. So, like, if he were really racing. But then again, Seth was also pacing himself to run the up and the down. So, like, you know, I think the argument can easily be made that Seth would have won. But, um, you know, you don't know until they line him up. That'd be a good one. Dr. Joshua says, imagine a giant YouTube collab in the 800 meters or the mile. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, I think we got to figure that out. You know who I think could probably pull that off and getting a whole bunch of people together. It would be either, um, run gum, or it would be, uh, like Nick bear, like someone like that could put, put that together. They've got enough kind of like gravitas, they have, they have the pull uh, and the ability and, and also the infrastructure, (laughs) uh, the team to be able to help put on an event like that. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. I would go. I would go. Just not that, what's his name? The Logan Paul, was it was It was him? I don't know, not not that. I don't wanna do that. All right, we've got super chat from Tyler. It says, just watch the Adios review and says, thanks for it. Well, thanks so much, Tyler. I'm glad you liked the review. Um, it's a shoot that I thoroughly enjoy. So I think it's a lot of fun to run in. That's a, it's a great choice. It's easy, regular, uh, Routinely, it's very it's easy for me to recommend. Martha says, to Dr. Josh, it would be so fun for a festival of a range of races for all the YouTubers. That would be fun. We've got to figure this out. I mean, like, I do feel like there should be, like, a YouTube games of some sort. I'm not sure how that would work out. I mean, I think for as much as I disliked it, like that Logan Paul, like was it Logan Paul or was it the other brother? Am I even saying the right names? I'm not sure. There was that guy that challenged everyone. He said he's the fastest man on YouTube. Like that, there needs to be someone that has that kind of pull. Like millions of subscribers, not hundreds of thousands. Um, needs to be able to pull that in. I think that would be a lot of fun. Steve's gonna say, so it's Kofuzi versus Robbie. I think that'd be a good matchup. Um, yeah, he's he's been he's been running, he's been running real well. So I think that'd be fun. James Elward said, Ben Parks would be a consideration for a YouTube head-to-head. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's very fast. And uh, Terry Farrell says, don't forget about FOD. Yeah, Andy Andy um, would. I mean, Andy's been running out of his mind he's just been improving so quickly. So I think that'd be also amazing. Like, are they, I know Ben started out as a faster marathoner um, and I think half marathoner still, but I think that Andy's close, if not right at that same level. So like that, that head to head would be very, very interesting to watch. And Kyle says, try (laughs) Fousey pulls out the bike right at the end and pass everyone. No, I mean, even then I think Ben Parks um has much more uh, cycling chops and then if you got like Nick bear I mean he did a like, nine hour Ironman. so like there there's there's a lot of fitness going around on on the internet so you know I I'm not pa- I won't be passing anybody but I will I'll GoPro everybody else you know I'll get I'll, I'll film them all I'll chase them all from behind <laughs> Tom Bill says how did you want to hear any updates from Jamil Curry you know Jamil, posted an update a little while ago on Instagram saying he's been really quiet about his running goals for this year. Um, And then he did also list a couple of them. So I think he's got a couple of things planned. I think he must have been out there for um, the Pikes Peak Marathon. I think he he, he did some filming out there. I met him in person for the first time, and I saw him out at Western States. So he's still out and about, and he didn't look hurt or anything. He was out running and chasing people. Um, I think he was doing the same thing for Pike's peak as well. So I think he's out there, but, you know, I don't know if, um, I don't know what his racing is going to be like. And some more, let's see. Dr. Josh says, I'll, I'll ask Nick. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll make the trip out there wherever it's gonna be. Um, yeah, I, I'll definitely, I'll definitely go. Paul and Ben Park's video have taken on some humor lately as he's clearly running within himself whilst filming and everyone around him is hurting. Yeah, that that's what I think is so great about, I mean, there's many things I enjoy about Ben's videos, but like when he does a race video, he's out there like he's not only got his gopro but he's got his gopro with like a little wind muff on like on top of it too and so he's holding this thing and he's running at what is by definition a conversational pace. and everyone else is just like really gutting it out because the times are really quite fast so it's i i i really enjoy it um todd Poll- todd pollock says seth recently mentioned about doing pike's peak next year in a recent vlog is he going to just do the ascent or is he going to do the whole, the, the full marathon, like the up and down? Um, because, like, I would love to see a three peak, but I would also be like, well, wherever the competition is going to be, like, you know, I want to see him take down some big names. That's what I want to see. Um, not that he didn't take down big names to, to win the marathon. So, uh, Anthony says, Seth surpassed Sage's time in the ascent and the full marathon. Hmm. Interesting. But, how, now we just need, I guess we need to see Seth run Boston. then. So we can see if he can match Sage's so time in Boston. That now, See, that's where we go. Mm, that would be interesting. Um, Brian Johnson says Seth is a beast. He certainly is. The man is running. In, he's inspired, for sure. Um, yeah, Frank says, Seth was like six minutes faster on the set. Even figuring in the weather, et cetera, it's hard to think Joe would have won. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was quite a day, it was quite a day. It was, it was amazing to see that his split did beat all everyone in the ascent. So, yeah. Ryan Larkin says, are you gonna try another triathlon? What a hot, <laughs> fun day, love the video. Uh, Ryan, yes, I mean, my, um, the uh, race recap video addresses it a little bit more. Um, that video is done, I just need to, I think it's done uh, rendering, but I need to upload it and it's gonna take a while. It's it's like 27 minutes long. Sorry guys, it's gonna be, it's a lot of rambling. So um, if you just need to turn something on and like have some noise in the background, that'd be a good choice. It's a long one, but yeah, but I do want to uh, figure out some swimming a little bit before a lot more before I get to a longer distance again. So like, um, yeah, um, I, I, I need to do some sprint triathlons and do the shorter swim and really figure that out better before I can do, before I do another Olympics. So like, I don't know what the calendar will look like, how to train for or do a triathlon. Like, I don't even know, like, how do you travel with a bike kind of thing. So like, I guess I could just put it on my car, you know? But other than that, I, like, I don't know how to fly with the bike, I guess I could figure all that out. but um, But yeah, like, I don't know when that would be. I don't know if I'll have a BQ qualifying time in time qualify for Boston next year. So like, I don't know, like what my early spring is going to look like, you know, maybe a warm weather trip to do triathlon, a sprint somewhere would be fun. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the calendar that closely yet uh, just because I've got Chicago like staring me in the face. But um, I certainly do want to do it again now that I've done it once. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Martha says, I love Sage's cameo appearances in a serious runner's videos. Gradually making my way through those. Yeah, he he's in a couple of them, so it's it is a lot of fun for sure. To see him. Um, Thomas Villa says, "I think you could take JoJo Siwa unless it's the dance off." I, I think I probably could, but she would certainly have she would be certainly be the crowd favorite, though. No. Yeah, I think. Frank says, "Parks versus a Welsh runner actually happened, but they both had a terrible race." Oh, it did. What 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 race did it ha- happen in? Oh. You know what else uh, I like to see is Ben is running. He's super fast. I don't, yeah, he's just crazy fast too. Matt LeGrand said, wait, did Nick Bear really break 10 hours for an Ironman? That didn't smell right. Yeah, I thought it was nine hours, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch the whole video. But I do remember seeing like the post about it, like as you cross the finish line. Maybe, I, maybe I've got that wrong, Matt. I'm, I'm not positive, but that's what I thought it said. Co- Stevie76, he's got my back, says, Kofuzi would win a mukbang eating contest. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe. I, I think I might be able to, but I don't know. These ultra runners, they really know how to pack it. So like, I just feel like they could, I could, they could probably really eat. I think it would just depend. It would depend on, on the food, I think and if there was also running involved afterwards, you know, like a weird kind of beer mile kind of situation, maybe. Erica Davis says, gosh, super inspired by a triathlon. I signed up for a 70.3 Ironman here in Salem, Oregon after seeing your training. That's so cool. And after Chicago Marathon, I'll be training for that until July, 2022. Well, that's awesome, Erica. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for letting me know and good luck on your training. 70.3, that swim is just so daunting to me. Hopefully I'm not discouraging you at all, but just seems like such a long swim. But I think I just I think I do think it's a lot of fun to mix in the three disciplines. It keeps things fresh. Um, And I got to tell you, my my like overall, like right now, I'm tired from the race. But overall, my body feels great for the amount of like load that I've been putting into it. My body feels great. Um, Usually when I'm heavy into a marathon training block, even with my mobility work and some of the strength work that I've been doing, when it's Starting to get intense, my right knee—the knee that you know sometimes gives me trouble—gets a little bit creaky when I'm bending down. And I don't feel that at all right now, and I feel great. So, like, I'm hoping that translates to good things later on in the year. All right, let's get a couple more, and then I get going for the day. <laughs> Luis. <laughs> Luis says, God bless you, buddy. Yes, buddy is sneezing, and he's also kind of—he's dry heaving. Yeah, that's what he's doing. It's like his, it's, it's one of his hobbies, I think. <laughs> um, and Terry Terry says you can rent boxes that are designed to carry your bike on a plane. You know what? I did see that. And I also saw a triathlete post that, uh, I don't remember if it was, if it was he or she, but a triathlete posted that the bike fee to transport the bike fee in a plane was like 500. I don't know if it was euros or pounds. It doesn't sound right, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. cvm 6 says just buy a, a bike a plane seat for your for your bike. At that, <laughs> that price, depending on where I'm going, it might be, it might be cheaper. Paul Keane says, Sage's Instagram post sounds like he's on the men, but a long road ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hopeful for him. I really want him to get back out there. Um, but it does sound like he's doing better and i mean he was able to be out there and i think he was out for pike's peak um, helping film and cover the event so um and it sounds like he had a good time doing it too so um i hope that means that he's feeling much better all right uh, Andrew Hurley really says just buy a bike on the other end i mean if it were easy to buy bikes that's probably what I would do. Uh, and then just sell it before you leave, you know, be like motivated seller, my flight leaves in three hours, you know, like, what do you want to buy this bike for? <laughs> yeah, and Andrew says, yeah, at that price. I know, it's not the same. All right. Uh, Kyle says, yeah, I just realized there's no trivia. Yeah, I got, I got here late uh, from my eye uh, appointment and so we'll play it tomorrow. It's, which is it Wednesday is not gonna be the name of the game. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll do one more question and then I'll kind of wrap up. Aldo Vega says, I'd like to try triathlon, but I'm not a swimmer. You think it is easy to start swim and train? I run in cycling already. Well, you are already ahead of where I was uh, because I wasn't really riding a bike very much. Um, and I didn't do any swimming at all before I signed up for one. I just signed up for it first. And for me, I, I have to kind of like jump in first and figure things out later. Uh, that's typically how I do a lot of things. Um, it's not always the most prudent, but otherwise I end up standing on the sidelines a lot. So, um, I would say go for it. Um, but give yourself time to, to train properly, um, and get that pool time in. So I felt like I got a decent amount of pool time in, but for the amount of work that I needed to do, I guess maybe I needed to spend a lot more, you know? So, uh, it's certainly something that you do, but if you've already uh, doing the cycling and if you're already running. You know, you're two thirds of the way there or I would say you're halfway there. Um, as far as the swim goes, cause I, it, it, I don't take to it very naturally. It's very hard for me, but like, you know what, if I, if I could manage to, you know, scrape my way through, I think you could too. So if it's something that you're interested in doing, you know, I would say pick a sprint distance, uh, and go for it and enjoy it. So, yeah. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to leave it here for today, guys. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And I apologize again for being late tomorrow. I don't have any of those scheduling uh, issues. So I'll be ready for which is it Wednesday. It's going to be a game. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Even if you have no idea on the subject matter, you'll still have a 50-50 chance of getting the question right. So I should be able to keep people entertained. And then tomorrow's video, well, today's video, you'll get the full race recap from the triathlon, uh, if you guys haven't had enough of that already. And then uh, tomorrow's video is going to be laying out kind of like what my plan is for the remaining short amount of time that I have between now and the Chicago Marathon. So a couple of videos coming up in short order, and then we'll do uh, the uh, trivia game on Wednesday, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central time until I see you again, guys be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.